Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Well, today we're going to be continuing our discussion of a core principle here at Lord & Richards, a principle that we teach our clients every single day, people just like you. Because folks that we're meeting like you are worried that events out of your control might damage your retirement. It might hinder your ability to achieve what we call financial independence, that is the financial freedom to not have to go to work and to do what you love with the people that you love for the cause of God's glory. And so if in order to achieve financial independence, what we found is you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan in place to make sure that you enjoy retirement without worry. And we teach you how to do that from a biblical point of view. And the reason we want you to be financially independent is from our perspective, we want you to be able to do the amazing things for God that he's called you to do with the wonderful, bountiful resources he's placed at your disposal. All of us have everything that we need at our disposal to do what God has called us to do. It's just a question of whether we're going to step up and take the reins of stewardship. Now, today we're going to shift gears and move from just the concept of being a steward to the practical application of that in daily life. And we're going to add this additional thought, be rich toward God, be rich toward God. You say, how can I do that? If he owns everything, how can I be rich toward him? And really we're talking about the idea of investing in that which is eternal. In Luke 12, verse 15, Christ himself says, beware of covetousness for your life does not consist in the abundance of of the things which you possess. Now, that is what's going to undergird what we're talking about today. So as a Christian, before you ever invest the first dime in a company or a mutual fund or an ETF or wherever you're going to put that, we need to examine our motives and say, now, is this from a motive of covetousness? Because what I'm being told here by Christ himself is that when I get to the end of life and I look back at what life really was all about, what life consisted of, It does not consist in the abundance of what I possess. It does not consist in money, houses, cars, land, investments. 
So Christ is going to make that very clear, and he's going to use a really interesting uh, little scene to teach this. Now, Christ is beginning to have crowds follow him when we open our Bibles to Luke chapter 12. And as the crowds are following him, he finds sometimes that he needs to pull his disciples aside, the, the group that is a little bit more committed than the crowd. A lot of times the crowd was looking for a miracle, right? They were looking for a show. But that group that was following him for who he was, not just what he could do, we called the disciples. And initially it was a lot more than 12. As a matter of fact, at one point he sends out 70 Right, So we know the numbers varied. But there's a little scene that occurs during one of his private conversations with this smaller group. And a man comes to him, one of them, and says, Look, um, Lord, would you talk to my brother and tell him to be fair with the inheritance that we're getting? So for whatever reason, the brother is in control of the inheritance. Okay, maybe he's the firstborn. The firstborn had special privileges in Jewish society and often would receive what we call a double portion. That means if there were two children that were heirs, you would divide the inheritance in three and the eldest would get two of those portions. So that's what we mean by a double portion. Well, whatever the circumstances were, this individual felt like he was not being treated fairly in the division of the inheritance. Now, let me just make a side comment. Here's a warning, okay, from one financial advisor to another individual, another believer, is that it is an inheritance that we often see some of the worst things come out in families, in individuals. It can tear a family apart. This is one of the reasons why every single one of our clients at Lord & Richards gets complimentary access to an estate planning attorney to get the documents in place. Now, the documents themselves are offered at a reduced rate, but to be able to sit down with an attorney and not have to pay a fee just to uh, share your situation and find out what do I need? Do I need a will? Do I need a trust? And so on. That's a tremendous value. And we're, we're very happy to offer that to those who become our clients. Now, sometimes people say, well, that's all I want. Well, this is a service that we offer for those who are seeking a plan a comprehensive financial plan for retirement, for taxes, for Social Security, for their investments, for their legacy, and so on. So this individual is having a hard time with however this uh, inheritance is being divided up. And the Lord's answer is is pretty interesting. He says, you know, man, (laughs) he literally says that, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And then he makes that statement, take heed and beware of covetousness. That's when we see it come out, right? When suddenly there are possessions and money and property on the line and we want our fair share. I'm reminded of that in Lawrence Kotlikoff's book on social security. It's called Get What's Yours, right? And that tends to be the prevailing attitude of the age. And we're going to talk about that attitude in another program. So he gives them a parable when he says, look, this is not what life is all about. Beware of being covetous of possessions. Beware of thinking that life consists in these things. And he he tells them a story about a rich man whose ground brought forth plentifully. In other words, this man was in agriculture and he was getting booming crops and he was just doing amazing. And he says to himself, you know, I've done it. I've hit it big. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tear down the barns because I don't even have enough room for all of my money and my wealth. I'm going to build bigger barns and I'm going to pack those with goodies. And then here's the key statement. He says, I'm going to say to my soul, soul, you ever do that? I said to myself, self, he says to his soul, soul, you have much goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Oh, a dangerous comment. Now you say, that kind of sounds like retirement, doesn't it, right? We save up so that we can take our ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But from a God-fearing perspective, we say, no, 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 I'm a steward. If I'm saving for retirement, it must be for another reason, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But for this man, it was all about ease, eating, drinking, being happy, and being merry. You say, well, what is the problem with that? Well, the problem is that he was living for himself, not for God, and not for others. Now, what we're talking about today is what it means to build a plan so that as a steward, you are taking great care of the assets that God has put into your hands. And we're drawing a principle from Christ's teaching. But I just want to comment here for those who may be just jumping in. This is Colin Richards. I'm president and founder of Lord & Richards. And we are a firm here in the Denver and Front Range area, and we're helping clients all over the country right now to achieve financial independence. And we're a firm that talks to people just like you every single day who are worried that things out of control, out of your personal control, are going to damage your retirement. So what we do is we help you achieve financial independence by building a plan a plan that addresses all the major areas from taxes to retirement to social security to healthcare issues to tax issues to legacy and so on. I would love to chat with you about what that means and I'd love to talk to you about how you can gain greater control as a steward over what God has entrusted to you. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. So we're talking about this principle that Christ gave us as stewards, not owners, to be rich toward God. And here's the comment that Christ makes in Luke chapter 12, verse 21. After hearing this um this rant by this wealthy man who has hit it big, right? He's been successful. His investments have paid off. His business has paid off. And he's going to build these barns and he's going to take his ease. He's just going to live for himself. And Christ says to him, God says to him, you fool. Wow. So here's a principle. It is foolish. It is foolish to live for temporal things, to hoard temporal things. Life is short. Things can be stolen. Things can rot, right, like property. Things will ultimately, we learn at the end of the age, be burned up. And what you're going to be left with is what you invested in eternity. And so he says, you fool, this night your soul will be required of you. And then who shall those things be which you have provided? In other words, you can't take it with you. So as Christians, as believers, we understand this principle, right? You can't take it with you. Uh, it's kind of a kind of a cheeky little saying, but you don't see a trailer hitch and a trailer attached to the hearse, right? You can't take it with you. So does that mean it's wrong to plan for retirement? No, it just depends on what the motive is. 
You see, retirement should be a period of time when you're financially free to invest more of your time, talent, and treasure in the kingdom, right? You don't have to go into a job necessarily. Now, your job might be retirement, you know? Uh, It might be a time when you invest more in your family, teaching your children and grandchildren about life and what's important. It might be time that you invest in your church, in other valuable causes, and in things like missions and getting the gospel around the world. So these are wonderful opportunities in retirement. And at the very least, we know there will come a day when many of us will not be able to work, right? That is, in a recent study, one of the biggest issues people are confronting right now is that they're retiring earlier than they planned. And the number one reason is health concerns. Issues come up, disability, and so forth. So people are being forced to retire. Wasn't their plan, but now what are they going to do? And you see, if they have a plan in place, a plan for financial independence, they're prepared for that eventuality. One of the things that we do at Lord & Richards is we test your plan against all kinds of negative things. It's not that we're negative, okay? I and the advisors that work with me, you know, we're very positive, You know, we're bullish on the future. We have an eternity to glorify God. But we're a little bit negative about politics, taxes, the markets, and so forth. Now, the markets have lots of potential, but the key is, have you put a plan in place to make sure you're protected from the ups, downs, rights, and lefts that can occur within your portfolio and within your plan? Here are the key components, okay? You need to have a plan in place to protect your money from unforeseen market loss. This is the biggest deal, okay? This is the most important thing. And so often people enter into retirement investing the way they did when they were much younger, inappropriately taking too much risk, and to be honest, with too much faith in their own abilities. Now look, if you've got a lot of faith in your own ability to time the market, then I leave it in your capable hands. But let me just tell you this, you would be the exception, not the rule. Now, maybe you are exceptional, but a lot of people have found out the hard way who had too much faith in their own abilities that there are other tools beyond market timing that are necessary and beyond that critical to ensure you don't experience catastrophic losses in your portfolio the next time the market does its thing. You say, well, I'll go to cash. Well, then you're gonna need a growth plan, right? (laughs) because cash doesn't grow very well. And we've got a little problem going on right now called hyperinflation, right? Inflation has now tripled and no end in sight until we get problems resolved that have resulted from the pandemic. So do you have a plan in place that's written down to prepare for those things in advance? And what is your motive in that? Is it so you can take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry? tear down your barns, build bigger barns? Or is your motive so that, no, I want to be financially free so that if I retire early because of health problems, I'm not a burden to my spouse, my family. I take care of my obligations. And I also have the freedom of time to invest in the work that is of eternal value, right? Because retirement is an opportunity, but you got to take advantage of that opportunity by having a plan to deal with with the negative outcomes that can occur. Another major area that we often see neglected as we at Lord & Richards are meeting with folks for the very first time is, hey, what are you gonna do if one of you becomes chronically ill? That means your illness goes on and on, requiring maybe skilled nursing care either in in a facility or at home. Both of those are expensive. You say, oh, well, I'll, I'll let my kids take care of me. Well, are you thinking about your life as a stewardship? 
Because a stewardship says, I'm not going to just dump my burden financially and otherwise, emotionally, physically, on my children, because I want them to also fulfill God's will, God's plan, God's amazing things for their lives. And yes, that can include doing great things for your parents who are ill, but how much better if we as parents prepare financially so that when our children have to deal with that, or more often, your spouse, what we call the well spouse, has to deal with that, there's a financial plan in place so that it's not a burden, so that they can also continue to fulfill their stewardship. Do you have a plan in place that's written down to take care of the tax issues that are going to impair your ability to achieve financial independence? You're not going to go broke from taxes, right? The good news is you're making money. That's why you're getting taxed. But as a steward, do we want to give all of our money away to the government? Is that where the stewardship goes? Well, I've got a whole series that we've talked about. Render unto Caesar what's Caesar's. Pay your fair share, but not one dime more. Because the second half of that command that Christ said is to render under God what is God's. And then, of course, the legacy planning that we talked about a little bit earlier. So you don't get in the problem. Your children don't get into this problem that this man who approached Christ and said, hey, tell my brother to be fair when he, when he divides up the inheritance, right? Family problems, emotional problems, conflict can all be avoided with good upfront planning. I'd love to talk to you about how this applies in today's real world, how to develop a plan for financial independence, and just to meet with you and hear your concerns. Why not take a moment to have a conversation, maybe a life-changing conversation, that will help you be a better steward than you ever dreamed possible, and to have a life that you never even dreamed was possible from a financial independence and biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. So if you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord and Richards, and we're extracting a key principle from Christ's teaching when he was confronted by one of his disciples about a conflict in his family related to inheritance. And his warning was, beware of being covetous because life is not about possessions. It's not about abundance of possessions. Those are merely tools, your time, your talent, your treasure that God has placed at your disposal to live an amazing life, do amazing things for God and do amazing things for others, right? And so, what I was talking about earlier about retirement, sometimes retirement falls into the problem of the parable that the Lord used to teach this, this man. It was the parable of the rich man who had so much in his barns that he needed to build new ones, to pile it up. And so here's a principle. It's foolish to hoard temporal things. Your life is not made of, of things. Life is short. Things can be stolen. They can be corruptible. They can be burned up but rather be rich toward God. Because here's what Christ said. So is he that lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. See, here's where we bring together financial independence and stewardship. See, you can lay up treasure to support your work for the Lord. That's retirement, right? To, to have a fulfilling period of your life when you don't have to go into work, when you can invest in others. Sure, it's nothing wrong with getting up a little later. But what I so often see is retirees that are just kind of aimless, right? And then they eventually get caught up in whatever, a hobby or something. But for Christians, it's about having a life that has impact, 
that has eternal significance. Retirement is an opportunity to multiply eternal investments. Later on, we're going to talk about this principle a little bit more, but Christ says, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths can get in and ruin that clothes or rust can get in and and take that car down to the to the ground where moth and rust corrupt and where thieves can break in and steal don't don't put your money there but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven this is through the work that you do for the lord for the kingdom so save what you need. Here's the idea. Save what you need to support your future when you can no longer work. It may happen sooner than you think. And we need to have a plan to cover those five key areas. A plan to cover market risk and growth. A plan to cover taxation so that you don't overpay. A plan to deal with health care so that the wealth spouse isn't bankrupted by a failure to deal with this in advance financially. A plan to leave a legacy right? And of course, a plan to have income throughout your retirement years so you don't have to go in and get another job, unless that's what you want to do. And then avoid building up a big pile at the end of life that's just going to be left to Caesar, right? Render to Caesar what Caesar's and unto God what God. Don't leave everything to Caesar. This is one of the biggest problems of our 401ks and our IRAs getting passed on to the next generation who will be forced to take that money out within 10 years and get all those taxes paid. See, you and I, we can build a plan together so that those taxes are dealt with in a thoughtful, gradual process of conversion from taxable to never again tax. So that what you do leave behind, if it's not all used for the kingdom in your lifetime, what you do leave behind is tax-free and it can move into the hands of the next generation for God's glory and for the good of others. And then be giving now. I think that's the most important thing. Don't hoard, but give. Don't store up, but be rich toward God. That's what giving is. Uh, we have some great tools to help you maximize tax savings from giving. One is a donor advice fund, D-A-F for short, donor advice fund. And a donor advice fund simply means that you put money into an invested fund that's already set up. You are the donor and your advice guides how that money then is distributed to various charitable causes, whether it be your church or mission work. Okay, so that's a great tool. And the neat thing is you can stack your deductions. You know, right now we have a big standard deduction. So a lot of people feel like, huh, I'm not really getting much tax benefit from my giving. Oh, but we can stack deductions in one year so that you get more benefit on top of your standard deduction. You can also do things like qualified charitable distributions, another acronym, QCD, kind of like Donor Advised Fund, DAF, a qualified charitable distribution. Once you hit 72, when you're forced by the IRS to take money out of that IRA, why, you can just send that money straight to the causes that you want to give to other nonprofit organizations, and it satisfies your RMD on top of your standard deduction. It doesn't go on Schedule A. You see, Schedule A has to build up to a certain point of deductions before you really get any benefit over and above the standard deduction, right? You always get that choice. Am I going to itemize or I'm going to take the standard? Well, a lot of times our itemized deductions may not be as high as the standard and we're really not getting credit. A qualified charitable distribution goes on top of the standard deduction. So it goes straight to the credit. It's a wonderful tool. Something that we love to do here at Lord & Richards, the profits of this firm, Go to the Foundation for Global Education, a foundation we started that has no expenses, 
apart from sending money directly to the foreign mission field for the spread of the gospel. And we send that all over the world, particularly in Asia, in places like India, where we were able to build a school where they did not have one. And in places like Myanmar, where even this week, two believers, here's a prayer request, two new believers were arrested for no apparent reason and taken into custody. This is the kind of thing that's going on in Myanmar right now under this oppressive regime that has toppled the government and replaced it with a dictatorship. Pray for these believers in other parts of the world that are struggling. And you know, you and I can make differences in places like that. And then right here at home, in the lives of those that we love and care about, our friends, our family, our faith partners at church. So here's the principle. We're a steward, not an owner. And here's a sub-principle. Be rich toward God. Don't be covetous. In other words, don't lay up for yourselves treasures that are gonna rot or get stolen or get taxed and left to Caesar. But be rich toward God in giving to others, giving to the kingdom, giving to that which has eternal value, investing in those final years of retirement. Maybe you're blessed with a couple of decades, depending on when you retire. In order to do that, you're going to need a plan, even for giving, right? To maximize the value of those gifts and to minimize the taxation of your assets. I'd love to help you with that. We call that a financial independence roadmap. And we're helping people with that every single day. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you achieve financial independence together with my team so that you can retire without worry, utilizing the key biblical principles that are necessary to do that for God's glory and for eternity. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-592-1040. Again, that's 720-592-1040. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or check us out online at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.